This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I am here in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hill House for our weekly look at the Sheriff's Office. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you, Mike? Okay. I know it's Sheriff's Office. Yes. But so often it's Police Department. Yes. And so even I get confused sometimes and want to say sheriff's department but it's not a sheriff's department it is not it is not it's a constitutional office and that's why it is called an office because it's set up in the the state constitution thank you i did not know that see that we're starting off today folks (laughs) learning stuff about texas that's awesome all right so let's get into what we have to do today uh kick off with the stats Yes, sir. And since we met last Thursday, the jail's booked in 62 individuals, 9 females, 53 males. Our average is uh, holding at 366. There's 377 in custody today, and 109 of those are out-of-county inmates. Still uh, still got quite a few. 63 Rockwall, I mean Orange County, and then Rockwall, Marshalls, and Van Zandt. So it's still a lot, but coming down. Yes, it's coming down. It's coming down, which we've uh, which we've been expecting for a while, because yes. these numbers have been artificially inflated for several weeks now because of the Orange County inmates mostly here yes. because of the storm that damaged their yes jail. Hurricane Laura, and they are actually we're losing their inmates because their TDC has opened up. So they're steadily coming and taking change to the penitentiary. Right, which I totally understand because I think they're cheaper. Yes, yes. Yes. And so, uh, but it's been nice. Now, how long has that been going on? We've had them over about a month and a half now. Almost, well, we're, we're, we're pushing two months. All right, let's say six weeks. And how much do we say every week it was we were building? Oh, last month I billed Orange County one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. One hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So we're talking about by the time this is done, this is going to be like a quarter of a million dollar bonus. Yes, yes. I mean, they're getting uh, when they were first all here, all one hundred and thirty-eight. We were at uh, forty-two thousand dollars a week. Yeah. So, so this is going to be like I said. This is going to be end up being a quarter of a million dollar bonus to the to the sheriff's office, which is you know. Much appreciated at yes, this time. Yes. We don't want to. Um, I, I don't want to smile at Orange County's um, problems, but I do like the sound of a quarter of a million dollars. Coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So um, while we're talking about the jail, <clears throat> I just wanted to highlight. I think uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. A new program going to start in the jail, and I think it started this week. Yes, uh, last month uh, the court allowed me to. Uh, amend our current medical contract with Southern Health Partners and uh, we were getting 16 hours a day of medical coverage in the jail as far as nursing staff here on site in the jail starting yesterday uh, we now have 24-hour coverage uh, nursing staff in the jail which is uh, is going to be a big relief it's going to be a 
really, I mean, we spent, we added $82,000 to the contract. However, um, we're not going to be having to transport as many inmates in the night hours to the ER, and therefore we're not going to have medical bills from the ER because we'll actually be able, they'll actually be able to be seen by medical personnel here in the facility um, during the late hours of the night. So uh, we're, look, we're, we're happy about having 24-hour medical finally, and uh, it's, it's going to be a cost savings, but not only that. I mean, it's just better to have medical staff here all the time. So this is a, you can pay me now or you can pay me later yes, sir. kind of thing. And we all know that in that scenario, paying now is always cheaper yes. than paying later. Yes, sir. Um, and so the outlay now up front is going to save on medical bills on the back end, which is going to help taxpayers. Plus, when you have 24-hour coverage, that means the people who are here know the inmates, know their medical history, yes. know the jail, know what's going on. Um, which, just like your doctor or my doctor, means better care, better understanding of what's going on. Um, and also there's a, um, with them here, I know there's also that thing where if an inmate goes to see a doctor, they actually get charged. Yes, they do. They do. And so that kind of cuts down on frivolous <clears throat> look in on the doctor so and not only on the doctor i mean even if they want to see our nurse there's yeah. a, there's a, a sick call fee to see the nurse also so so this is not something that, that you have them here and is going to end up being some frivolous use because there are things in place to make sure that doesn't happen yes so a, a good program i think uh, all the way around like i said it actually saves taxpayers money and provides better services in the jail it's a win-win so uh, that started this week, so I know that was one of those things that had to be approved by Commissioner's Court. Yes, it did. It did. And, uh, you know, we started the contract with Southern Health Partners back in 2010. Um, so, you know, we, we made it 10 years without 24-hour coverage, but it's with our numbers, even with, you know, our average of 366, there needs to be a, somebody here 24 hours a day. All right, so glad to see that program started. All right, now look, we every week, folks, we take a look at what is um, going on as far as the arrests and the cases. And some weeks, we have some very interesting, very important cases. And other weeks, we just have normal stuff. And this is sort of a normal week. And a normal week means drugs, 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 drugs. Yes, sir. And then some drugs. Yes, sir. Our deputies have been working really hard um deputies and investigators also um we've gotten quite a bit of methamphetamine off the street this week um monday or sunday night early monday morning we made a few arrests and we were able to get over 60 grams of meth off the street and uh that's always a good day um and then and, and that, that was in a couple of different arrests and then uh, we got another good arrest last night on a fugitive that had a large amount of meth. Um, so he is now in custody, who just so happens to be out on parole. So um, hopefully he, uh, there's a parole violation, so he won't be getting out. And then um, yesterday I put out a release. Um, we got some drugs that we normally don't see here in Henderson County. Yeah, you you, you found some LSD yesterday. Yes, uh, Deputy Jonathan Barrios 
who has been making a, a bunch of drug arrests lately. Uh, he came in contact with the suspect and uh, stopped a vehicle. And during and the uh, suspect had a, had outstanding warrants, and then he searched him and located uh, some LSD in a tinfoil wrapper. And uh, that's just something we, I mean, it's still out there. You still hear about it from time to time, but we very, very rarely see it. Yeah, I was really surprised when I saw it. I mean, it definitely caught my uh, caught my eye, LSD, because it sounds like I know I'm old. <laughs> but to me, that's one of those things I think, oh, we're back in the 70s yes. now. Um, because it's been, even before the 2000s, um, cocaine and heroin has replaced LSD in a big way. So really rare to see LSD. It really is. It's just really rare. Um, glad to get it off the street because that is, uh, I mean, it's all the drugs are dangerous. And, mm-hmm. um, but LSD is, is, is a different animal. Um, a, a hallucinogenic it rather is, than uh, yes. a narcotic. And, and it can get inside your body easier than a lot of the, I mean, if you just, uh, a lot of times people will put, uh, liquid LSD on stamps or on paper and then if you touch that then it can absorb into your body and uh, so I mean it's it's a very all of them are dangerous but it is a very dangerous especially if you don't know what you what you're handling um, so we're glad to get it off the streets okay so um, we want to move on that's it like, like I said sometimes you have really um, fun interesting cases other weeks are just regular weeks, and yes, this sir. has been a bit of a regular week. Yes, sir. Um, however, you did get some really good news. I know we've talked several times before in the past about uh, the communications grant yes. that's coming up. Uh, I, I mean, the communication system that you're putting together um, is going to uh, cover the entire county, take everybody digital. It's really super exciting and you got some great news about that this week we did we've uh, been working of course this has been an ongoing project Uh, monday we had actually got word from the cog Um, the audit office has been working and assisting us along with it and the county judge's office Um, we did apply for a grant for a fifth tower location here in henderson county and uh, the COG notified uh, the audit office and the county Monday that uh, we were approved for that grant, um, which is great because we're just now starting to stand things up and uh, put towers up in the air. Um, So it came at a really good time, but what this fifth tower is gonna do is basically gonna complete our ring. So if one of the tower locations get struck by lightning or anything bad happens and that tower goes out then it's basically they'll all be backed up and the other towers will pick up the load um the way it was originally set one of the the tower in the uh on the west side of the county it was kind of on a spur by itself so if we lost it um we could have lost communications on that side of the county this fifth tower location is going to complete that ring and take that out of the equation so um it's it's good for it's, it's just good for everybody and we're really really happy that uh we were awarded the money from the state and we couldn't have done it without our audit office applying for it and the cog who is actually the ones that uh 
got the grant and, and have awarded it to awarded uh, five hundred thousand dollars to Henderson County. So tell us again about the communication system, or uh, how is it going? What's the process? I know that the original, uh, and we again we've talked about this several times in the past. But I know the original end date or, or start date was supposed to be in early 2021, but um, last we heard that might happen sooner. Yes, they're still saying we're on target. Uh, I mean, for December the 13th, which is just right around the corner. I feel like we still may hit the 2021, early 2021. Uh, but of course, Harris is the one that's putting in the system and they know better than I do. I just, you know, uh, we still got a lot of work to do, but things are moving very, very quickly. So they say at the end of 2020, the system will be up and running. Now this fifth tower site, maybe not, right. uh, because it's you know it's this is new stuff, but uh, but it'll be up online shortly thereafter, hopefully. But uh, it's it's going to be a great system. <clears throat> right now we can't talk on portable radios and. With this new system, we'll be able to communicate via portables, via uh, applications on your cell phone, via car radio. Um, so it, we're really, really looking looking forward to it. Um, I, I, I would love to know, of course, and I'll get to use the system myself, but being a patrol deputy and actually being able to use your radio uh, that you have on your belt uh, to communicate, that's just it's unheard of here and it's it's uh it's gonna save i mean it's it's a life-saving change it's very expensive but in the uh 4.5 million dollar project in the uh scope of everything it's it's really not that much uh because this system will go for i mean our current systems won't last in 50 years if we can get another 50 years out of this it'll be be awesome yeah this goes back to um I've talked about this with the judge before, and in Smith County, they actually have the same kind of digital stuff, yes. but they contract for it rather than have their own. Yes. Um, and they're paying like half a million dollars a year. Yes. So you're talking about in like less than 10 years, you're going to have this paid for. It'll pay for itself in 10 years. Right. Um, just in being cheaper. It's again, we're going back to that. You can pay me now or you can pay me later. 100%. And two, when this, we will make our last payment on this system in January of 2021. So when it's up and running, it's paid, it's for. paid for. It's paid for. Yeah. It's not something that we're paying interest on and all right. that kind of stuff. Paid it up front. Very nicely done. Um, and this is going to be one of those things that's going to touch everybody in the county. It isn't just the sheriff's <clears throat> office. Everybody's going to be able to jump on here. I learned a little bit about this. So each individual radio has its own, like its own code. It's sort of, the way I understand it, it's sort of like your computer. Your computer has its own IP address. Yes. And each of the radios are going to be like that. Yes. And so you'll be able to contact specific radios, know where things come from, be able to reach everybody, be able to talk. Different um, agencies will be able to talk to each other for the first time, which yes. is going to be a crazy thought. Yes. it's uh, And you would think in the year of 2020, that was would already have been happening but, sure. but unfortunately it's not and it's not just here i mean there's 
Right. There's lots of places all over the state that are in the same situation. Right, right. And this is going to be good, too, because you're going to have, like, the ability for, I mean, so the bad guys, they, they, don't, they don't care about county lines. Right. And so when they cross a county line and now you and, say, Van Zant County are in the middle of a chase or whatever and have to deal with stuff, you guys need to be able to talk to each other. Yes. And these kind of communication systems are going to make that so much easier. Yes. Yes, so. we're, we're very, very excited. All right. And let's finish up with one more piece of news about <clears throat> technology. Because this is a technology thing as well. Project Lifesaver, which um, is sort of a joint venture between the Sheriff's Office and the Alzheimer's Coalition of Henderson County. Yes. Um, and, and we're getting some movement there. Now, for those who don't remember, um, the uh, Project Lifesaver is um, a system where People who have Alzheimer's or certain kinds of dementias will get a bracelet that goes on them um, that can be GPS tracked by the sheriff's office in case those people go missing. Yes, and uh, <clears throat> we knew it, Project Lifesaver has been around a long time. We knew it's a, a successful program. Um, we were honored to... Uh, be able to join up with a coalition here in Henderson County to uh, start the program here. Uh, when we got it, we got it approved through the court. Everything's everything was good. Um, we didn't have a whole lot of folks applying through the coalition, which that's really the way it starts. You apply through the coalition. The coalition contacts us, and then we will go out and do all the uh, work with the clients and. Uh, we do have some folks that are uh, wearing the bracelets now here in Henderson County, and we're getting more applications from the coalition. So we're we're very excited about this. Also, uh, we've just seen too many too many times we've seen tragedy, even here in Henderson County, to where uh, people come up missing and they're not located, and then when they are located, it's too late. And so we're trying to get ahead of the curve on this with this program, and and um, the the location rate in with Project Lifesaver is very, very high. It's going to be 85% or higher. And so uh, we're excited to have it. We're excited to finally start seeing some clients come on board. And, uh, and, it, and it all boils down to just taking care of these folks that uh, are really unable to take care of themselves. All right. So we're really excited to see that happening. Uh, we, we talked about it when we were going through it. You had people who were training on the equipment. Yes. Um, who could come back and train other people. We've been through the training. You've been through the practice runs, everything. Now it's time to make it for real. And it's nice to see that it's starting to really get up and running. Yes, sir. So if you, listeners are um, interested in this program or you have someone you think can benefit with by this program, please call the Alzheimer's Coalition of Henderson County at 903-904-5070. Give them a call um, and they're the ones who will um, be able to take you through the process, get you registered for this program, tell you all the details and everything. They're actually running it 
the sheriff's office job is when a call comes in, we got to go find. We're ready to go find them. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, that's about all we have for this week, folks. Sheriff, thank you very much for giving us another chance to come in here and uh, see what's going on in our sheriff's office, not department, <laughs> sheriff's office. You know, after 25 years, you think I wouldn't stumble over that, but I still do. It happens every day. All right. So uh, thanks for being here. Sheriff, thank you very much. Thank you.